Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. While you're making your way back to your seat, give him a hand clap of praise in the building. My God, I love it. We got a traffic jam at the Anchor. That's how it's going to be when they start coming back. I said, that's how it's going to be when they start coming back. There is going to be a traffic jam at the anchor. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, the Holy Ghost, you better get ready. There's about to be a traffic jam at the anchor. God is about to fill this building to capacity in the name of Jesus. God, I love it. I want you to get ready. We're about to have miracles in here. I said, we're about to have signs and wonders in here. God is about to open up a floodgate of heaven in this place here tonight on a Sunday night. My, 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 my. I think we had seven people get baptized this morning. Three people get the gift of the Holy Ghost. Signs and wonders and miracles. God is the one who gets the glory. Can I get an amen out here? It's been a little while since I've been here. So let me let me give a little a little fact. When the elder earlier said uh, praise the Lord, you know, people some people said praise the Lord. But if you look at that in the Bible, he didn't say, say praise the Lord. So if he would have said, say praise the Lord, church, the whole church would have said, praise the Lord. But all he did was he just said, praise the Lord, which that meant you're supposed to get up and praise him. That wasn't a suggestion. That was a command. That's what the Bible says. Brother Bounds, they had a young evangelist come through at Eastwood. I was young too, though. It was kind of funny. He stood up there and he said, praise the Lord, church. And of course, Eastwood, the big house back in the day, it just started kind of rumbling. And he thought, oh, that's neat. You know, and he said, yeah, praise the Lord. And then it got worse. <laughs> After about the third time, the place was up in smoke. And he turned around and he looked at the bishop and said, did I do something wrong? He said, no, baby. He said, they just obeying the word of God. He said, now, if you'd have said, say, praise the Lord, that's what they'd have did. But you just told them to praise the Lord. He said, you either better shut them down or get to preaching because they're going to take it away from you. So you might have somebody come through and they say, praise the Lord. You ought to shock the socks off of them. Let's practice. Praise the Lord, anchor. Praise the Lord, anchor. Somebody praise the Lord, anchor. I know you've been standing a while, so I'm gonna let you sit in a second. I'm glad that my wife gets to be with me. She's got to come uh, one or two times before, and I'm glad Cece got to come with me. Is this your first time, Cece? First time, uh, Cece, she's 19, she's single, and, uh, well, I didn't say you could have a boyfriend, I'm just saying you're single. And my boy that uh, you got to hear from this morning, whom I'm very proud of, Holy Ghost proud of, he's 21, 22, and he's single, and that don't mean nothing, he's traveling with his daddy, and then I got my my adopted son, Mark Crowder. I love you. I like it when Mark's out of town and he tells people I'm his daddy. And they look at him, they go. And I'll be a place, they say, Brother Crowder was here. And they said, yeah. Say, you his daddy? I said, mm-hmm. I love Mark Crowder. Mighty man of God. Mighty anointed man of God. I just got to call one more out and I'm going to shut up. I see, well, maybe two more. 
I see Anthony Nutter and Mercedes. I love Anthony Nutter. Can I tell off on you, Anthony, when I first came here? It was in about 05. I came here and we was all going to go eat, but Anthony was just hanging out with me. I could just tell he had a great spirit. And I don't know if he's changed or not, Pastor. We'll judge that later. But at that time, he had a great spirit. You better still have a good spirit because I'll come back there. He does. And we was all finna go eat. And I said, well, what about Anthony? They said, oh, he, I said, huh? If Anthony ain't going, ain't none of us going. And they said, well, Anthony's going to eat with us. I said, good, because I'm hungry. <laughs> Anthony was a young man then, and we had fun, and we've been friends ever since then. I love Anthony Nutter. I'm glad you was up here shouting with that baby. You had something to shout about. You had something to shout about. Wow, wow, wow. Didn't the musicians do awesome? Singers, didn't they do awesome? All right. All right, it's 644. Y'all normally still singing or trying to take the offering by now. So you all right? Can we preach a little bit? Is that all right? Everybody okay? Bumpy neighbors say we're going to be all right. All right. All right. The Bible says that when they had called into his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits. He said to cast them out and to heal all manners of sicknesses and all manners of disease. The Bible said, and he says, as you go, he said, I want you to preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, heal the sick. He says, cleanse the lepers. He said, raise the dead. Cast out devils. He said, freely ye have received and freely give. Can I just preach just a few moments? I won't preach long because the power of God is so strong here. Just to be honest, we could bring everybody to the front. There could be signs and wonders and miracles and deliverance and Holy Ghost and baptisms. But I just feel like preaching just for a few moments some of this word. Is that all right? Let's preach just for a few moments about the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Can you lift your hands right now and ask the Lord? I know his word's already anointed. I just need him to anoint the mouthpiece. God, I'm asking right now. God, anoint God, the mouthpiece, God. I'm asking you, God, to anoint each and every person in this house. We're going to give you honor and we're going to give you glory and we're going to give you praise because you're the only one, God, that can do the miraculous, God. I know there's signs and wonders and miracles in this house tonight, God. That's not just a statement. I already know, God, that it's going to happen in this place here tonight. Give him a hand clap of praise. My, 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 my. How many loves you, pastor? How many loves your pastor's wife and the family? How many loves the leadership of your church? Can't make it without a man of God. Hallelujah. You can sit down if you would like to. Miracles, everybody loves the sound of the word, but I do believe that I am in a place that still believes in the miracle working power of God. Can I tell somebody that the days of miracles are not over, but they've only just begun. What makes miracles happen? It's not our ability. It's not our talent. It's not in some old name it and claim it or blab it and grab it kind of place. But miracles are only done by the awesome power of God. That Bible said, let every soul be subject unto a higher power. For there is no power but of God and the power that is ordained of God. He said, whoso therefore ever resists the ordinance of God shall receive it in themselves damnation. He said, but now it is high time that we awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than we could ever believe can I tell somebody in this building here tonight that Bible said that it's not by might and it's not by power but it's by my spirit say the Lord of hosts can I tell somebody in the house you need to jack your head back and say I'm about to get a miracle you need to tell somebody God is about to open a flood 
floodgate of heaven unto me. You need to dance in advance and say, you know what? I'm about to be blessed by the hand of God. Can I tell somebody that the kingdom of God is at hand in this house here tonight? God. He likes people who is looking for a potential miracle. Can I tell somebody in the building, don't be afraid to put a little feet on your faith and say, you know what? I'm about to be blessed and highly favored. God is about to work it out on my behalf. God is about to do what I can't do on my own. I'm telling somebody, I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care what the lawyers say. I don't care what the bank say. I don't care what my neighbors say. My God is alive and well. My God can do anything in this building. You need to go ahead and say out of your mouth, I'm going to decree and I'm going to declare that God is about to bless me in this place. Whatever you want God to do, my God can abundantly satisfy. Whatever you're looking for the Lord to do, my God absolutely can do that. But even at that, Jesus said, because of the unbelief, he said, for verily, I say unto thee, if you've got a grain of mustard seed, you can look at your mountain and say, remove hence to yonder place, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Can I tell you in this building, my God can take care of cancer. My I already heard it. My God can open up blind eyes. My God can unstop deaf ears. My God can let the lame walk. My God can do anything. My God can send angels from this place right now to one of your little boys. My God absolutely can send an angel right now from this place to one of your family members and shake them right now. I don't care if they're on a bar stool. I don't care if they're laying on a couch. I don't care if they're traveling down the road. I'm telling somebody, you ought to decree and declare what God's going to do in your family. You need to believe that when you open your mouth uh, that all of heaven stands attention. Uh, you need to believe that when you begin to pray uh, that something uh, is going to happen. Uh, you need to believe uh, that when you begin to open your mouth uh, that again, I'll say it, uh, all of heaven uh, is standing uh, to attention. Uh, I'm careful what I say uh, because I know God uh, hears what I'm saying. Uh, I'm telling every person in this house, uh, if you're Holy Ghost filled, uh, you're baptized in Jesus' name, you've got an advocate with the Father. You can tell him, I'm not backing down. I'm not backing up. I'm not backing away. I'm not sitting down. I'm not shutting up. I'm not closing my mouth, but I'm going to believe that my family is about to be saved. Can I tell somebody, you need to dance in advance. You need to say, my family's about to be changed. Something is about to happen. God is about to open a window of heaven in my life. You say, how do you know it can happen? God don't lie. How do you know God can do it? God don't lie. How do you know it's going to happen? Because I've seen it happen. I'm not boasting, but I think I've seen uh, just about every uh, miracle in the Bible. You say, what? Yeah. I done seen the dead raised. I done seen blind eyes open. The only thing I ain't never seen him do is fix ignorance. If you ignorant, just be ignorant still. <laughs> That's all I say. But I seen him open up blind eyes. I seen him unstep deaf ears. I, I, I'm telling you, I seen crippled people walk. Huh? I seen deaf people hear. I, I seen blind people. I'm telling you, I've just seen it happen. And it ain't about me, it's about him. Every once in a while when the Lord does it, I got to back up and say, Whoo, that was smoking right there, God. That right there was bad. <laughs> that wasn't, I ain't against headaches, I said, but that, that wasn't no headache. That's a big dude right there. A few days ago, well, a few weeks ago, we were in, so you can sit down. I ain't done. You can sit down. Yeah. And for all the rest of you, you can be seated. <laughs> a few services ago, a woman comes to the front, 
me and my family, we, the last few months, we've been together a lot, just traveling, having fun, cutting up, and uh, had a woman come to the front. I won't tell all what happened because it's, it's just not, we don't need to. But trust me, she comes to the front, and then she runs to the restroom and grabs one of the hostess, and then she comes back to the front, and the hostess tells the pastor's wife, this is what happened, da-da-da-da-da-da. And then uh, she's still in the front. But when I noticed her, I, I'm not mocking, I'm not, I'm not making fun of, okay? I'm just telling you how it was. She had little pits all over her face and on the top of her arms, and, and her face literally was contorted uh, to one side. I mean, I don't know nothing about her. I just know she's in the front. And uh, I don't know what she does for an occupation. I just know that she's in the front, and she's praying. And then all of a sudden, she jumps back up, and she runs back to the restroom and brings the same woman and discards some more things. And then the woman comes out and tells the pastor's wife what she had just done. And then, you know, again, I still don't know. And then I'm fixing to get up and uh, preach the word of the Lord. And I just asked my boy, I said, Spence, there's something you might want to say a little bit, baby, uh, before I get up there. And he said, yeah, I think so, Daddy. And then uh, Spencer, he don't scream like I do, as you notice today. He don't holler and jump around like I do, and I'm glad. I told him again today, you better be the best Spencer you can be. Don't be your daddy. I said, don't be Merle Ewing. Don't be Brother Bounds. I told him today. I said, you be the best Spencer you can be. You know what? Can I tell somebody? Quit trying to be like somebody else. Just be yourself. I said, be yourself. Do the best that you can do. So my boy, he gets up, and he just starts. And, uh, you know, he's a studier, you know. I didn't even know that. He brought one up on me. Of course, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible I don't know. But Some of you, same boat, you know. I, I just got faith. And all of a sudden, my boy began to bring up Brother Bounds, how Jesus' lineage, Jesus came from a harlot. Man, people's face was like, even my, I went, looking at my wife, making sure, is that right? You know, the two Bible thumpers over there, I'm like. He starts, just starts talking about that lineage. And then all of a sudden, Brother Bounds, we begin to pray for that woman. And while we prayed for that woman, I'm telling you, before God and this congregation, all of a sudden, her face went straight. All of a sudden, all those pits were gone. She jumped up and started speaking in tongues and looked at Brother Easterlin and said, What just happened to me? He said, You just got delivered, lady. Can I tell somebody God's a miracle-working God? Can I tell somebody it's not just for the overseas, but it's right here in Janesville. You better get ready. God's about to deliver some people. God's about to open a floodgate of heaven to some people. God is about to work some things out for some people. So you believe it can happen? I know it can happen. Preaching not too far from here. All of a sudden, I see a commotion going on in the back. And I'm thinking, man, what's going on? I'm looking around, pastor's gone. I don't, I don't know what's happening. After service, he run up back to me. He said, hey, man. He said, I saw. I said, man, I saw you just leave me. He said, well, let me tell you what happened. He said, I got an elder in my church. Said he broke his femur bone, not across, but straight down. They got to put rods and pins. Said he's been in a wheelchair for a year. He said, he doesn't just kind of walk and then go to the wheelchair. He can't walk at all. He's in excruciating pain. He said, they got to get him out of the truck. They got to put him in the house. They got to put him in the shower. They got to put him in the bed. Said he cannot do anything by himself. Nobody's laying hands on him. The preach word of the Lord was going forth. He looked over at his sister and he said, hey. She goes, what? He goes, the Lord just healed me. She goes, well, you ain't doing nothing. He said, well, I'm telling you, I ain't hurting. She said, well, get up and try it out. And he said, for a second, he thought, well, I can't walk. Then he thought, well, if he healed me, why not? And so he stood up. And so when pastor saw him standing up, he knew he hadn't been able to stand up for over a year. He went back and said, what's going on? He said, the Lord just healed me. Can I tell somebody, you don't got to wait on somebody to put their hands on you. You don't have to wait on somebody to come by and 
and put some Jesus juice on you. You don't have to wait on somebody to blow on you with bad breath. You don't got to wait on somebody to swoosh you with their jacket. All you got to say is, here I am, God. I'm looking for my miracle. I'm looking, God, for you to work it out for me. The Lord can do anything. You say you think he can handle it? I know he can. I know he can. Woo, boy, I feel the Holy Ghost. My, my. Young boy come up to me, 14 years old. I'm not mocking. Standing like this. At first I thought he was just standing cool, you know. And so I said, hey, bud, how you doing? He, he said, I'm doing good. I said, well, what you need? He said, I want you to pray for me. I said, what do you want to pray about? He said, well, I am crooked. I thought, uh-oh. He said, I was born this way. I said, oh, okay. He said, they're curvature of my spine, and he has some big long name. I won't try to pronounce it. I might end up saying a bad word. And so, <laughs> y'all know what I mean. And I can't spell anyway, so it ain't no good. I texted my wife yesterday and told her, do you have any, I'd say uh, cinnamon. All, I wanted to say cinnamon. I wanted some of them cinnamon mints. We were at Awakens, and I wanted cinnamon mint. And she, she made it to me and couldn't even read what I spelled. I just looked at her, and she goes, what? I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I knew sign language. Y'all didn't even know that. Boy just standing there. I said, what do you want me to pray for? He said, I want you to pray for my spine. And he learned, here goes a long name. All right? And I said, well, who are you here with? He said, my daddy and my pastor. And I said, y'all okay if I pray for him? And they said, yeah. I said, well, let's pray. I said, you believe he can do it? He goes, well, sure. In my mind now, now I'm just, I'm transparent. I'm thinking, I wonder why it ain't happened before. I, I can't figure that out. Huh? You ever, you ever thought about that? Like something going on and you pray about it and it don't happen. You're like, I wonder what's wrong. That ain't non-spiritual. That's called your flesh. Like, are you kidding? You know, I'm kind of like amazed when he don't do something. You know, like when I pray something and he don't do it, I'm like, really? For real? That seems so simple. You know, you could just, and it'd be over. I'm, I'm being transparent. I, I can't figure it out. I told his dad, his dad said, he's born that way. And I said, oh, okay. I said, well, let's pray. So, man, we got to praying. While we got to praying, all of a sudden, man, he just went, shoot. I thought, uh-oh. His pastor goes, oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. He'd been seeing him like that for about 14 years. His pastor went, oh, my goodness. And I'm like, "That's." I said, hey, pastor. He goes, what? I said, that's smoking right there. I mean, you better give God a little credit when he deserves it. If God ever gave you a miracle, you ought to say, God, that's smoking. If he ever done something in your body, you ought to say, God, that's awesome. If he ever done something for your family, you ought to say, you know what? I'm going to give you some crazy praise up in here, God, because I know it don't happen for everybody, but it does happen for the... Straightened up. It wasn't good enough from dad, though, and pastor. They said, bend over. He started doing that, you know... Uh, him doing it all. I made him throw his leg out. We'll make sure he wasn't going to, you know, run out of gears or something. Man, I, told, I made him take a little lap around the church. Brother Fuller said, my God. I said, brother, we just got to make sure. I said, because you know what? I said, this ain't just a, and I'm not against headaches. I said, but this ain't a headache. This ain't, oh, my, my finger. I got a hangnail and I think it's better now. I chewed it off and it feels good. <laughs> I mean, we talking about born crippled. We're talking about a creative miracle. See, there's a healing that is a process, and then there is a healing that is instantaneously, and a creative miracle or a true miracle is born with all the right parts but something not working, and then it works. I, I, I'll slow that down again. A healing, there's he, some healings that are a process, and then there's other healings that the Bible says he did it immediately. And then there's a miracle, which you don't see a lot in the Bible. We, we count things as miracles when really they're not a miracle. They're actually a healing, but I won't get into all that. But, but listen, a, a miracle or a cre or we would say back now, Brother Barnes would always say creative miracle, but a miracle, period. 
A miracle is born with everything but something not working. You got eyeballs, you got eye sockets, but you can't see, but they're there. And then you get prayed for, and now you can see instant. That's a miracle. I don't want to confuse you. I'm just giving you a little Bible. Something that's come to me as a, even of late. So I said to the boy, Ben, so he bent over. He does everything. And then all of a sudden, he goes, you know what? The Lord did that. Creative miracle, Brother Bounds. Creative miracle. Only the Lord could do that. Ain't no man can do that. I, I don't get worried when it doesn't happen like I think it ought to happen. Because I just believe it should happen. Somebody says, well, are you going to quit preaching faith if it don't? No. Are you going to quit believing? No. Listen, just because, uh, listen, just because it don't happen like we think it ought to happen doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Can I give a word of encouragement? My Aunt Ella. She set out clothes for Uncle Bob for 32 years. Every Sunday morning, she'd set out clothes with the bounds and lay them on the bed. He'd lean over and look up, and he said, I ain't going to church. She wouldn't say nothing, didn't get on him. She'd just go on to church. 32 years she did that. 32 years she did that. I know what some of you women are thinking. I'm going to take them pants and wrap around his neck, <laughs> choke him down, and drag him to church. But she just did what the bishop said. And then one morning, on a Sunday morning, she laid them clothes out, and she makes enough noise that he'd, you know, get up. She was a little laundry. <laughs> she made enough noise that he at least knows she's going to church. Made enough noise, and he looked and said, what you doing? She said, today's Sunday, I'm going to church. She said, well, hold on, I'm going with you. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going with you. Walked down to an altar and received the gift of the Holy Ghost and got baptized in Jesus' name. Got four boys and they're all baptized in Jesus' name. They're older than me. Four boys, all yeah, all baptized in Jesus' name. All got the Holy Ghost. Can I tell somebody in the Holy Ghost, don't you give up on your family because the Lord is gonna show himself strong. I said don't give up on your family because the Lord is about to show him strong. I, I'm telling him about to show himself strong. You need to get ready. God is about to work on our behalf. I was at Brother Collins's the other day. Mine and Brother Bounds' friend. We was there cutting up, having fun. Things were happening. Me and Brother Godwin was there. That was even worse. So boom shakalaka preached first. And after he got done, I told him, I said, I'm glad. I didn't think he was ever going to shut up. And I didn't. I love Pookie. And poof, so we got up. I had a gentleman, I saw, I'm not mocking, saw him coming down. He didn't have the little stick or nothing. He just had somebody leading him. Came all the way down. Platform's high like y'all's. I looked down and said, hey, what's going on? I mean, the guy looked at me like I was nuts. You know, he said, you blind? You know, just because you're blind don't mean you want to see. I might have told you this story before, but it's worth telling again. I had a woman run down. The pastor told me, whatever you do, don't pray for her. <laughs> I know I don't supposed to say that out loud, but I did. <laughs> don't pray for her. I said, man, she's a faith killer. She said, she enjoys being miserable. I said, well, I think I might pray for her, though. I said, unless you tell me, you know, in Jesus' name, don't pray for her. He said, no. He said, it ain't that. He said, I just want you to be disappointed. I said, I am be disappointed. I said, we can roll her out just like we rolled her in. I don't care. <laughs> I said, I'm walking out of here. It don't make me no different. He said, well, go on and pray for her if you want. He said, but I'm telling you now, brother, she's a doozy. I said, well, I'm praying for her now. I said, you got my curiosity up. I said, if nothing else, I can mess her hair up. Lick my fingers and put it on her forehead in Jesus' name. I'm just having fun. We rolled her down here. Man, she rolled down there. And I told the pastor, I said, what you going to do if I pray for her and she gets up? He said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. He said, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to roll across the platform. I said, you better take your jacket off. 
Somebody said, that's rude. No, that's speaking faith. Go on. I said, go on, take your jacket off and get ready. It ain't me, but you know what? If Jesus wants to show out, buddy, I'm in the, I'm in the mix. She rode down there, and I said, hey, ma'am, how you doing? She, honest to God, just like this, she went, fine. I, immediately, I just wanted to take the mic and say, name, but I, I didn't. I wanted to. Back in 05, I might have done that, but now I've, I've learned a few things. She needed it, didn't she, Mom? I said, what do you want? How you doing? Fine. I said, what do you want? She said, can't you see I'm crippled? I said, yeah. I said, but that don't mean you want to walk. Really what I wanted to pray for first was her attitude, but we were going to do what she wanted. I said, so what do you want? She said, I want to walk. I said, well, walk. She said, well, I will. I said, well, get up and do it now. She said, well, I will. I said, I'm waiting. We started preaching. I'm telling you, we started speaking the word of faith, and all of a sudden, I'm telling you, God, I'm telling you, the Lord is my witness. That leg moved. Her husband said, oh, Brother Smith, her leg don't move. I said, sit down, Downton Thomas. <laughs> sit down. I'm being, that leg moved off of that little step on that wheelchair, and I looked at the pastor, and I went, Get ready. That other leg moved. I helped her out. I picked the paddles up. I said, well, go ahead, ma'am, walk. She said, back up, and I will. I thought, oh, my God, this woman is something. <laughs> she stood up. When she began to walk, hear me now. I can bring you to state line. When she began to walk, we had already repented. We had already went. When she began to walk, Brother Bounds, we had 17 people immediately begin to speak with other tongues that had never had the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Can I tell somebody he's a miracle worker? Can I tell somebody he's a still he's still a soul saving God? Can I tell somebody that whatever you're looking for, my God can abundantly satisfy? Can I tell somebody God is a miracle working God? Zanesville, you hear me? Y'all have heard a million prophecies, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Thank God he thinks enough of you to tell you stuff. There's some churches don't ever hear from the Lord. Boy, I'm a, I better, are we live? I'm sorry if you got a dead church. It's not my fault. I can't help it. There's some churches that don't ever have a move of God. There's some churches that never have tongues interpretation. There's some churches that a man of God doesn't come through and give a word from the Lord and it actually come to pass. You better call this place a favored place of the Lord because you got prophecies fulfilled here. You got the gifts of the Spirit working here. This church believes in the five-fold ministry. We don't got to study it out. We believe in it. We don't have to figure out if there's really an apostle or not. We know them. You don't have to figure out if there's a prophet or not. You know him. You don't got to figure out if there's an evangelist or not. You know him. You don't got to figure out if there's a pastor or not. You know him. You don't got to figure out if there's a teacher or not. You know him. You are a blessed church. Every time I come to this house, I know the favor of the Lord is on this place. It's crazy how my mind just goes a million directions and I'm thinking, slow down, Jesus. School wasn't my best subject. <laughs> slow down, son. But I want you to hear me. And you hear me. I'm not saying I'm prophesying. But I'm telling you what I keep, I'm telling you in my spirit. There is about to be such a physical shaking in the Zanesville area. People are going to say, what was that? It's, it's going to be the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you. There's about to be a physical rumble in the Holy Ghost. Somebody, let's just praise him a little bit. Hey, head ray about Sunday, huh?
Come on, somebody needs to worship him right now. I'm not trying to just do it like to get you pumped up, but I'm telling you where we're about to go. I'm telling you, there's about to be a physical rumble in the city. You better get ready. There's about to be a shaking in the spirit realm, and it, but it's going to be able to be felt in the supernatural, in the natural. It's going to happen in the supernatural, and it's going to be felt in the natural. There's about to be a shaking in the realm. You better get ready. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and step out. It's going to be in the region and all of a sudden this church is going to be able to say oh yeah it said it was about to happen it said it was about to take place and then when that shaking begins to come I'm going to tell you what's about to happen chains are about to be broken addiction is about to be broken I'm telling you lying spirits are about to be broken witchcraft is about to be broken I'm telling you addiction is going to be broken and people are going to run back to this house and say this is the place that God wants me to be it's going to happen it's going to happen you get ready it might not be on Fox News but everybody in this area is going to know that rumble's about to happen that shaking I'm telling you it's going to take place it's going to be a sign for the anchor church bishop it's going to be a sign for the anchor church that not, not too many days hence, there's going to be a great awakening. I'm telling you, there's going to be a great awakening. And all of a sudden, when that awakening starts to happen, I'm promising you, angels of the Lord are going to begin to begin to move on the behalf of this church. There's going to be words that's going to come to you, and you're going to begin to talk to people, and people are going to be converted on the streets. I'm telling you what I know. People are going to be converted at your job. I'm telling you what I know. But it's going. I'm telling you, there's going to be that shaking. There's going to be a. It's going to be a physical sign. That comes to this region. I don't know what they do around here, and I don't want to know. But I'm just some people say, "Well, I heard they were going to be." You go on and hear what you want. But God will use anything to let that thing shake. I know what I'm telling you. I know what I'm feeling impressing the Holy Ghost. And you get ready. Because when it happens, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it, it, listen, it, it's literally, I don't want to say it, and, and people, oh, well, no, I want you to hear me. It's going to be mind-boggling, the people that start coming home and the people that start coming back. Some of those people said, I'll never go. That's a lie. God's about to change their heart. I ain't never. That God's about to change their mouth. I ain't never, God's about to, I'm telling you right now. There's, I'm telling you right now. In fact, the Lord's moving on people right now and getting them ready because when that great awakening happens, I know what I know in the Holy Ghost. know why and I know what some people say well sure that's what everybody wants that ain't true everybody don't want a harvest that you can't hardly even contain I know some people that are so excited with their four and no more I know y'all I know y'all can't even hardly believe that but I'm telling you I know people they don't got water in the baptistry they got weed eaters that's where they store them But I'm, tell, I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be, su it's going to be such an old, uh, and I know we just, boy, that, I should, probably shouldn't even use that word, but that's the word that keeps coming to me. Uh, we just left awakening. It, but it's going to be such an awakening spirit in this region that it's almost going to be like, did you hear so-and-so got the Holy Ghost? Did you hear so-and-so got the Holy Ghost? Oh, really? Did you hear so-and-so came back to the house? Did you hear so-and-so did? Did, did you hear so-and-so said that they, did, did you not hear? 
Yeah, yeah. I want you ministers to get ready. What you going to do when you got to start baptizing on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday? Some people say, oh, well, you're just out there. No, I'm not out there. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. We've sowed enough seed in this area that there's about to be a shaking. And there's going to be something come back and say, I remember back in the day when y'all done dot, 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 dot. And I got to get back to that church. That's the place that I first found God. The lost son's about to come home. Y'all would better recognize it if I said the prodigal. That ain't in the Bible, but it said the lost son. The lost son is about to come back. And I know it says he came back to the father, but I'm telling you now, not only will he come back to the father, he's going to come back to the house. He's going to come back to the first love. I'm telling you what I know in the Holy Ghost. I'm promising you there's about to be a shaking. I know what there's about to be a moving in the spirit. Can I do what I feel? If you got lost loved ones, family, friends, neighbors, co-workers, and you know them, and you, you know them by name, and you, and you want them to be saved, I want you to step out and come down here. Come on, just come on. We ain't doing altar call like I used to. Just come on. I'm home, so I can, pastor said I can do what I want. You might say, well, you know, Zanesville's not my town. Whatever you're, okay, where, where's, some, some, where's some of the work, the work pastors? Where were y'all at? Some of the, the ministry, some of the, what, scream out your town. That's what, they're coming home. So if you're from the Crooksville, they're coming home to Crooksville. Y'all, y'all come on down. Coming home to Crooksville. Who else? Who else has a work? Huh? Who? Somebody? Where's that at? Say it again. Because shocked him. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Who else? Anybody else? Yeah. I, I'm, my ear is bad. What? Woodsville? Woodsville. It's going to happen. Where at Nehemiah? McCoddlesville? Is that how you say it? And it's really going to happen when I come. <laughs> say that. Glauser? Is that how you say it? Glauser? Glauser. Who's got a neighborhood? You say, what? Who's got a neighborhood? What's your neighborhood, son? What is it? Hillendale. It's going to happen in Hillendale. <laughs> Merrick Avenue. It's going to happen in Merrick Avenue. That community. See, that, that, ain't, just, that ain't just smoking mirrors. I'm telling you. Scream it out, Elder. Are you just shouting with us? or you got? What's your neighborhood? All right. Could y'all hear him? Cambridge. All right. Cambridge. Who? Taylorsville. Taylorsville. Oh, my God. Get up here and say it yourself. I can't pronounce it. Chandlersville. Chandlersville. That's close enough. Yes, ma'am. Somerset. Where's that at? Nashville, New Hampshire. Why not? I think y'all got some churches uh, somewhere over and where? Yeah, I know. In Guatemala. So if you can have churches in Anchor in Guatemala, you can have them in New Hampshire. I already told you you're going to have 50 works out of this house. 
Yes, oh, my new baptism mama. I'm, I'm going to come down here with her. Tell me. In, uh, Lafayette, Indiana. Lafayette, Indiana. You? Yeah. Yeah. Portsmouth. Portsmouth, Ohio. Ohio. Portsmouth, Ohio. Brother Nutter, you out of this church, scream it out. That's right, Pickerton. That's right. Dixon, Missouri. Dixon, Missouri. Yeah, go ahead and clap. You ought to be happy. Somebody say, I don't even know where that's at, so. Vietnam. Uh oh. Salina, Kansas. Can I tell just a quick story? Oh, y'all, I know you stand. Let me tell a quick story. What, way back, I. Bishop said, y'all don't care. Way back, I prayed this young man through. Can I be honest? I don't even remember him. It was him and a friend, and I prayed him through. Now, I know the story now, but I didn't know it then. So a man called me from Connecticut and said, Brother Smith, yeah, he said, there was a young man back down in Louisiana. You prayed him and his friend through. You told that young man that the Lord was going to use him to bring people to the house of the Lord. And... uh, he said, and uh, things went south. And I'm like, ooh. I said, okay. He said, he's uh, into Wicca. He's a, a warlock. He's into the uh, satanic church. I mean, he names like two or three different things. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. And he said, oh, no. He said, it's okay. He said, so. he, said he came to church Sunday. He said, and the Holy Ghost got started moving. He said, I went down. He said, have you ever been in anything like this? He says, yeah. So when I was a young man, he said, they had an evangelist named David Smith lay his hands on me. He said, and I spoke in a language. He said, he said it was the Holy Ghost. He said, yeah, that's what we do here. And he goes, oh, I know. He said, but I'm over working with this lady. He said, she's over the whole satanic church in this whole area. And said, uh, I'm working with her, but for some reason I, I came here today. And so they started talking. So he goes back and tells the woman at the satanic church what's going on and she gets a little upset so she's going to come down and have a little confrontation uh, with my friend and uh, she ends up getting the Holy Ghost and then she goes back to the satanic church of only about 30 or 35 people and she shuts it completely down and she tells all nine families we're going over to that church Right. So, I tell my friend, I said, can I give you some unsolicited advice? He goes, yes. I said, when they get there, don't sing stupid songs like, we got the devil on the run. (laughs) Don't torment things you've never encountered. It's just like don't lay hands on a possessed person possessed person to hurt you I ain't talking to the kind that want to be possessed I'm talking about a truly possessed person hmm. I said don't sing we got the devil on the run don't be singing about we, we gonna beat the devil down I said preach the word of Jesus Christ yesterday he baptized four of them in Jesus name The gentleman that started the whole satanic movement that brings the statue from place to place and now he's dead and his daughter took over, she emailed my friend and says, it's come to my attention that you've taken two of my main members and the church has been shut down and I want them back. I said, don't respond to that. 
because all nine families are going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And today, I haven't heard from him yet, but today, all nine families supposed to be in an apostolic church today. You say, so what are we about to do? We're about to lift our hands and we're about to call them home. There's about to be a shaking in the city, but I'm telling you right now, we're going to decree and declare. We're going to lift our hands and we're going to call all them lost folks home. We're going to call them home. We're going to command them. And then for the ones that are in whatever city that you said that might not be here, we're going to begin to pray and we're going to believe that that light's going to come on and they're going to learn about the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You say, well, that's a little out there. How are we going to know? I'm going to tell you how we're going to know. Because here's what's going to happen. You're going to start hearing about it right here in this church. Right there in these daughter works. Uh, we're going to start hearing about where we came. I don't know what was happening. But at about 728 on a Sunday, all of a sudden, I felt like, you know what? I need to get back to that church because, listen, the coming of the Lord is about to happen. And I want to be right with the Lord. Can you raise your hands right now? I know we're taking our time by the authority and the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus. God, you're going to bring them home. God, you're going to awake them. God, it's going to happen right now. God, there's about to be a shaking in the region. And God, I'm believing right now, God, that these people, they're going to come back to the house of the Lord. There will be a moving of the spirit. God, I'm believing right now, God. God, I decree and I declare, God, that addiction and the things that try to keep people from the house of God. I commanded to loose them now. I commanded to be bound in the outer darkness. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I call it to be done right now. Right now. Give him a shout of praise right now. Give him a shout of praise right now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.